That one? All right. We're recording. I got wiggly lines. I'm going to turn my fan off. Do you put the um like theme song on these ones? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll either put the theme song or the the original. The, like, That one? That's what I'm putting to the front of this one. For sure. Guaranteed. Also written by me. What was the first one? It's more, like, ethereal sounding. Oh, yeah, okay. Warbly. I think I remember. it's called Warbles. I'm glad you didn't lose your warbles. No, I didn't lose my warbles. I didn't lose my warbles, but I did lose how to start the, an episode of the podcast because. But this is special, are. though. So you this can start it any way you want, and it can be different, and that's fine. Any way I want it. That's what you need if it. If it was the same, you could do whatever the <laughs> hell you want. That's true. All that's night. True. But. All night. Oh, every <laughs> night. So hold tight. Hold tight. Baby, hold tight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nothing to Fear, a weekly horror movie podcast that hasn't done horror movie talk for a little while. But if this is your first episode, somehow you just found this podcast. What we normally do is we watch a horror movie every week and we talk about that horror movie, kind of review it, rate it, and... Um, you know, talk about our thoughts and feelings, but all through September, we've had a little bit of a recording break and I'll introduce who we are in just a minute, but we've had a little break and this week we're doing a very special episode to end September before we get back into horror movies. I'm so excited for our very first ever Patreon exclusive, ask us anything questions we asked or you, you asked and we are answering. Luke already has a question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is he going to ask me something? I know I'm not a member of the Patreon, but I hopefully I can sneak a question in here before we start. So, <sighs> Jesus Christ. By Patreon exclusive, is it only Patreons, patrons get to ask or only yeah. patrons get to listen? No, no, no. This is okay. going out to everyone. But if you wanted to ask a question, you had to uh, be a patron. Got it. So. Uh, I should I should introduce ourselves. Hi, my my name is Billy Schultz. I'm the host of this podcast, and every single week I'm also joined by my two good friends. Who, in the depths of uh, start of the pandemic, I was like, "Hey, we should do a podcast together." Luke and I had talked about a podcast, and and we're doing it. We've been doing it for two years now. But uh, Alex Juan, we roped you in against your will, <laughs> and you've been I here guessed. every week. <laughs> You yeah, put so. up a big fight. <laughs> Boy, he did. Yeah, I got a message. He's like, hey, want to do a podcast? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just constant grilling and uh, pleading and begging. The nerve. And, the, yeah, nerve. the nerve. of him. But anyway, how are you doing, Alex? Welcome. Good. I'm, I'm doing really well. I went camping yeah. this weekend, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was not warm or sunny. It was actually raining for most of the weekend. And kind of cold, but I thought it was a nice welcome change because it's been so hot all summer that yeah, it was nice. And we got to have fires this year. There was no fire ban. There you go. Because yeah. of the rain, I'm guessing. So actually, and there's like a giant bear shelter there too. So we had like a nice fire inside and outside and, you know, smoked some weenies and <laughs> drank some things that made you wheezy. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yes, question. Uh, the bear shelter, is it to shelter you from bears or to shelter bears from you? It is to shelter the food from bears. Ah, yeah. okay. But it's like this big thing with like sliding doors that you can latch down. Oh, cool. Yeah. So if you really wanted to, you could sleep in there because it's like an indoor fireplace. There's a ton of space, but that's not camping. Mm, I slept in a tent. 
<laughs> like a man. <laughs> ah, like a like a bear. <laughs> uh, yeah, bears man. love their tents. <laughs> man bears. Wow. Hey, add one more animal in that, and you got a winning combo. <laughs> yeah, and you got climate change. <laughs> There it is. That other voice you're hearing, of course, is Luke Mason joining us from Nelson, BC, where it's still a reasonable time in the evening. It's not Mm -hmm. uh, almost 10 o'clock like it is where I am. But how are you doing, Luke? How's your Sunday? Sunday is good. Joelle is visiting, my sister, whom we both know. Oh, hi, Joelle. Yeah, she can definitely hear you through my earphones. (laughs) Okay, well, just tell her later. Joelle, they're saying hi. Now she knows. Okay, thanks. (laughs) Great. (laughs) <laughs> so that's been fun because she's yeah she's got two weeks vacation so she's here hanging out nice, so it's nice, nice to see her yeah so we hung out uh, with, her so with she, some of her friends today i assume she's spending her two weeks vacation rubbing it in your face the fact that you have had zero weeks of vacation <laughs> this year <laughs> i mean she could i but just i'm well. i'm too worn out to get <laughs> reactive so i don't think sure. it will be full value for her ah that's right yeah (laughs) if you're not gonna like rise to the bait then like what's the point (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm just like the complete opposite of you luke like i have not worked a single five-day week this summer (laughs) nice that's good it's it's been great i loved it but so there's sometimes i miss you know the constant day camps Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then i look at you and how tired you are right now and i'm like no no you can you can uh do it for all of us well i'll tell you this alex in Calgary, I had very good co-workers to run day camps with. I'll just mm. leave it at that. Ah, Mary. <laughs> Mark. Other yeah. people. I hope your co-workers don't listen to this podcast, huh? They, 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 <laughs> they definitely don't. don't. <laughs> All right, then I'm going to sneak it in. You suck. <laughs> Uh, anyway, by the time this comes out, it'll be the end of summer camp. So all those uh, summer camp employees maybe won't be around anyway to hear it. So we'll get back to you. They're but fine. They're just young. As for myself, I'm doing well. It is uh, it's Sunday evening. I've had a you know it's a it's a weirdly productive day when I didn't have like the middle of my day devoted to podcasting the regular episode. I was like. You know, we, we got a bunch of chores done. We like cleaned the kitchen. I made a soup because it feels like fall's coming. And I was just mm. like, oh, is this what people who don't like carve out the middle of their day? <laughs> is this what they do? Yeah. <laughs> soup sounds felt, nice. Felt pretty cool. It was great. It's great. It's good soup too. Super. But, uh, but yeah, we're, we're gathered here around our microphones to record, as we mentioned up top, the very first Ask Us Anything from our dear patrons. So, Right off the top of uh, off the top of the bat, thank you to the patrons for asking so many questions. Uh, we are a small Patreon, but we are mighty, and we got a good crop of questions. So if if you like this and you're listening to this and you missed out on asking us, head on over to the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Nothing to Fear. You can join. Uh, if this is fun, then we'll probably do it again because I certainly had fun watching these questions roll in, and I'm really excited to hear what uh, Alex and Luke say and answer some of these uh some of them are silly some of them are about horror some of them are just about whatever in general and yeah i'm excited as you can hear i got real paper ready real paper two pages (laughs) and it's not double-sided is that dunder mifflin 
paper? No, it's mm. not a Dunder Mifflin product, Dunder unfortunately. Mifflin? The people-powered paper company. It's, a, it's an HP multi-purpose 20. So ah, okay. Hewitt Packer. Hewitt yeah, Packer? Thanks. I think it's Hugh Lit. Hewlett, I think. Yeah, Hugh Lit Packer. Huh. Oh man, that's Hugh Lit. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Boy, I bet people are turning this thing off. <laughs> hey, before you reach for your skip ahead button, we will get to the ad- answering questions right away. But but yeah, just once again, thank you so much, patrons, for the support and asking the questions because I think they're going to be fun. So and now a word from our sponsor. Do you need a mattress? Casper Mattress is the mattress for you. All right, back to our regular yeah. scheduled program. Back to our thing. Okay. Feels like you're on a ghost. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so let's just get started into it, okay? We got, we got like 32 questions asked. Very exciting. Wow. Some people ask multiple questions, which is totally fine since we are small and mighty. Uh, here we go. We are mighty. So the first question, this comes from Patreon... Uh, subscribe they're all patreon subscribers i don't know i say that but this one comes from brooke and they're asking what happens when y'all watch so much horror that you're too fearless that there's in fact (laughs) nothing that can scare us (laughs) (laughs) i think we we seek out scarier movies that's what i try you know we're always trying to chase that high of scarier and scarier movies and as i think we're finding it's harder and harder (laughs) every time but what do you think what happens when we're way too fearless for horror movies luke what do you think this is actually like a pretty legit question because i've definitely have begun to feel over the last probably six months a kind of inoculation against this whole genre (laughs) that yeah even the scary movies are kind of old (laughs) i don't know so i guess i don't really have a good answer other than i am feeling a little bit of a numbing of mm-hmm. fear i guess the name is really manifesting itself in me <laughs> because i haven't been legitimately scared by a, a movie like i've had I, like we just did i guess it hasn't come out yet but the last movie we recorded yet. yeah there were some scary parts but mm-hmm, i was mm-hmm. still kind of laissez-faire most of the movie right so i guess it's a long way of saying i don't really know i don't know how to keep being scared other than right. finding unique ways unique movies which are harder and harder to find as we get further and further into all right. of these There's... horror films yeah what about you alex you you i remember at the start of this podcast adventure you're like you you liked you had a fascination with horror movies but it was very scary uh they were they were freaky to you and i like so, the idea like, how do you find them, them now yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah obviously like i like when you watch a horror movie every single week for two years like you do get desensitized to it Uh, i'm definitely not as scared of horror movies as i used to but i don't know i i still feel like there's there's always going to be stuff that scares me right like Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to necessarily be the movie itself it's like the idea behind the movie or Mm -hmm. something that scares me on a personal level that is happens to be in the movie that wasn't meant to be the 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 intended scare Mm -hmm. so i don't know like Rats will always scare me. You throw a movie mm. like a like a rat in a horror movie, I'm gonna be scared. Like yeah. there's no there's nothing desensitizing about too many rats for me. Okay, like one two one 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 rat is too many already. <laughs> so there's okay. there's gonna be stuff like that that will always scare me. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't think like I'll ever reach a point where like nothing will scare me. But like right. 
if we're if we're going to the hypothetical like what if nothing does scare us like well first of all i hope not but if it does then i still hope that like i i still think that we will we'll find this podcast very entertaining to do because mm-hmm. just because something doesn't scare you doesn't mean it's not entertaining right and if something's entertaining right. i'll i'll find a way to talk about it so yeah so yeah i don't think i'll ever stop being scared but if we if i do stop being scared i think the concept of us hanging out together once a week talking about a movie that's mm-hmm. fun that's fun for me and if yeah. that's fun for me i hope that it this podcast continues to be fun for you to listen to <laughs> yeah 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 i agree like i i can see as often i as as often happens with this show is i can see both of your your viewpoints where i am sort of so familiar with the fabric of a horror movie and a and a fabric of a horror movie plot that it's like okay here's where the action starts rising and we'll get a couple little jump scares and then here's where it'll like ramp up and you know here's where the the big scare is going to be and then like once you think you're all clear there's going to be one more after it and so like you kind of know the roadmap of a horror movie now and so while it's happening i can see that something scary is coming and sort of steal myself for it and then when it happens it's like oh yeah that wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be or like i know i can survive it because it's just going to be like a jump scare or it's going to be like a momentary thing and then like the the scare will pass and i think that for me the big thing i had with horror movies before doing this was that they would linger and like i would ruminate on them and like i i said this when we recorded our paranormal activity episode this was like the that that movie i saw early on that scared the hell out of me and legitimately gave me nightmares like i would think about the ending of that movie and it would keep me up like i would be awake at night because I was so scared about it and so scared thinking about it. And now I'm just like in the moment, my skin crawls, the hair goes up on the back of my neck. I go, Oh, that's scary. And then it's over. And then it like leaves my system. So it like, it doesn't like remain once, you know, once the scares happen, I'm very, very much like Paul Atreides. Like I will move past the <laughs> past the fear and <laughs> where where it was it'll just be me. So do you do you find it's hard to linger because you don't have time to think about it because you get shoved into a new horror movie the next week? M- maybe yeah, maybe yeah. it's just like an overstimulation where it's just like I can't be scared about that ghost because we got a vampire coming up. What's his mm. deal? And I I do also think that like the therapy of talking through the horror parts is is wonderful. Like I might be you know frightened of it but i know that in a couple days i'm going to talk to my friends about it and that you know sort of like airing of the grievances or whatever moves them out and so i think that even though it's going to take a lot like it takes more to actually genuinely scare me in horror movies i still look forward to like talking about it with you guys because it's so fun and i always am laughing by the end of it and when i because I, I also edit the thing like I get to hear it again and it's just like man sometimes I think we're really funny uh and sometimes I think we're incredibly cheesy and those are both awesome so like it's really fun and then when there are moments that like surprise me or actually scare me it's like more rewarding almost where it's just like oh wow good job movie you got me like a tip of the cap to you so yeah I I don't think that even if we are 
the most fearless will stop watching horror movies because now I, I really like horror movies and I can't wait to do them. But it does feel hard for me to come at it with uh, with a viewpoint of someone who hasn't watched a horror movie a week for two years, right? Where it's just like, oh, right, this isn't like a normal person thing. This isn't like what regular people do. So what is no longer scary to me might very well still be very scary for some people. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. The second question. Okay, we're going to be, this is going to be a great episode. Uh, if you had to start the pod all over from the beginning, what would you do differently? This is from Amy. I want to, I'll, I'll go second. Because I want to go, I want to get your, I want to get your view, Luke. This is not your, not your first podcast, not even your, your second podcast. I guess it is your second podcast that you started, but. Only chronologically. Cr- only chronologically. So like, <laughs> if you had, if you had to like start a podcasting all over again what is something you do differently like this podcast specifically geez i don't know i I really don't feel like our method or our delivery is like anything i'm chagrined over Hmm. maybe like slightly more i don't know I, i don't i don't remember when we started having themes maybe that could have been fun from the beginning i think probably we we probably should have like had we probably should have done the classics more early i think mm. you know like i think some of them what was the one we just did like not that long ago which is like a classic i can't remember but the hills have eyes yeah yeah maybe i don't know i feel like a lot of the newer movies might have been more delicious if you had if we had already seen the earlier films that they had Mm -hmm. one way or another Mm -hmm. been referencing so i know like we started with poltergeist and we had the thing and the exorcist early but we didn't have nightmare on elm street until i think in like the 30s or 40s of the episodes and i just there were some classics later on maybe maybe those earlier but i mean i'm only i'm only picking those because the question is making me pick something because i don't really (laughs) have a good answer i think it's been fine (laughs) okay yeah i think that this being my very first podcast and working on something from like no experience there's a lot of stuff that i do now that i didn't do at the start and like it's all sort of technical back end stuff like editing things and you know like recording software and timings and and whatever that's all stuff that like yeah had i known how to do that at the start it would have been great but like i had to learn somehow so i think the biggest one for me is like not like not having a cat while I'm recording for one thing. That's a, that's a big one. Whatever. I'm leaving these in because, you know, I'm, I've, I've listened, I listen to a lot of podcasts and now that I like know how they're made, I can sort of spot the seams in other episodes in other podcasts. And so there's like podcasts I listen to that are way more popular. And I'm like, Oh, like they didn't mute the hiss in that person's microphone. So whenever they talk, it's like a, it's like the sound is different and it, clearly doesn't bother them because they're doing fine and so Mm -hmm. like those little things that i pick up on that i try to strive to remove and like i stress out i used to stress out a lot about like oh i listened back and i left in an um or i left in a cough or something and i couldn't isolate it and i'm like (laughs) uh like that you change being less stressed yeah (laughs) i change yeah i change like like literally like not worrying about it as much because mm. it is just like for fun and it is like a, a a fun thing to do with my friends and it's not supposed to be something that's like ah oh, i gotta get it perfect like it's fine to have a high standard but like 
whatever. Yep. If I leave a couple ums and ers or throat clears or little clicks, it's not the end of the world. 90% of the people listening probably don't notice it anyway. And I only notice it in other podcasts because I spend so much of my time editing these things out. And so when I notice it in other ones, I'm like, I would have taken that out. I would have... I want to tighten that gap a little bit. And like, there's some podcasts, there's one podcast I listened to that just had a minute of dead air in it. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> so I don't think I'll let my standards slip quite that far. But yeah, I think just, just like not worrying about, not sweating the small stuff as much. But uh, yeah. I will say your editing has gotten much better. <laughs> yes. Not yeah, not to say you. the earlier episodes were oh, no. terrible, but yeah, there's a audible very noticeable difference between poltergeist and you know what you put out last week right <laughs> question luke? luke this isn't really an answer to the question but i've just it's a question to the two of you i don't know how recently the the last time either of you listened to our first episode poltergeist but no it is so much more officious and like oh is it it's it's like all right now luke what do you think about this <laughs> It's yeah. like a radio show, right? Like it's like a okay. it's it's kind of like a a kind of strict radio show format of very right. professional. And I just like I listened to, yeah, I listened I to even just, just a few a minutes. Fuck, right? Yeah, I told it. it's like, <laughs> and I think it took about like three episodes where Billy's like, "Fuck it, this is too much work. I'm yeah. not going to be official. I'm just going to laugh and tell you what I think." <laughs> well, and that's that's more fun. Yeah, and I I absolutely have not listened back to the first episode because I'm. You should do it sometime. Uh, it's funny. Oh god. Okay. All right. I should. I should just to be like. Oh my god. Maybe I'll re-release it and be like, here we go. If you didn't listen now, <laughs> this is what it was. But thank you for that comment. It it's been interesting with like editing stuff and almost being able to read the waveforms more than just having to listen to them. Um, as I'm editing, like I know I just did an um there and I know what that waveform looks like. And so when I see it come up, I know how to cut that out. And yeah. you're a bat. Early on, there was a lot of like ends of sentences that would they wouldn't show up as a waveform, but they'd be like the end of a word or the end of a, a letter or something. And you think that it doesn't make so much of a difference. Like if I, Luke, you say something and you say the word should and I accidentally cut the D off of it. It's really noticeable when suddenly you're saying like should and, and, you know, and just like not noticing those little like cuts as I go until I'm listening back when it airs and i'm like oh man i really fucking butchered that like, <laughs> line so oh uh, that's why i sound shitty on this podcast that's, Billy. that's it yeah 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 yeah. they yeah, knew yeah, there yeah, had yeah. to be a reason it's only so much only so much smoothing i can do i know i know i don't hold i don't blame you it's all my fault yeah but what about you alex like you're you're a, a participant in this podcast but as yeah. far as the editing and stuff goes you don't do a lot but what would you do differently yeah, I mean, I'm so far removed from everything outside of this part, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody, like, whenever I, I don't bring it up very often, but whenever it does come up around people I have conversations with that I do a podcast, or like, they always ask all these questions, like, oh, like, how many downloads do you have? Like, who listens? Like, what, yeah, what kind yeah. of, like, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't, it's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just show up on, on the Sunday, I hit record, I say do things, my job. I put it in the Google Drive, that's it. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm super far removed from it and I don't really like at the end of the day, like as much as I think you like to think of this as like a collective effort, this for me, not that it's a bad or good thing, it's like this is Billy's podcast. Right? Uh, and I'm just a part of it and I'm I'm very happy that you included me, but like mm -hmm. I, I take very little ownership of all this. <laughs> nice. But I think if I did have to choose something that 
I would have liked us collectively to do a little bit different from the start is I definitely think we should have stopped doing the plot rundown earlier, if mm. at all. Because you notice at the start, like, if I, re- if I ever even remember correctly, I think when we first started this podcast, we just ran through the movie. Like, yeah. and then this happened, and then this happened. What did we think right. about this part? All right, let's go to the next scene. That was way too structured for me, and I just kind of <laughs> like the way we do it now, where it's just mm. whatever comes to our heads, we talk about mm-hmm. it. And Because I, I think before, the reason we did that is for people that haven't seen the movie. Yeah. But yeah. then... Now it's just like I've okay. talked to friends where they do watch the movie before they listen to part two of it and then they can relate to what we say. And then there's also I have a friend that just listens to it, never watches the movie, doesn't care about the movie, doesn't even look up a plot synopsis before listening and just like <laughs> okay. likes listening to us, to us talk. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I feel like that just the format that we've evolved to works mm-hmm. better and is more fun than what we started off with. So that's what well, I would have changed. Yeah, and that's something like I learned that there's a difference between like a review podcast, which is sort of more what we do, and a recap podcast. And like doing a recap style podcast is very much like, hey, we watched Alien and now we're going to talk through the plot, like start to start. And there are podcasts that do that and are very successful and are very fun. But yeah, it's not what our brand is it's not what our vibe is and i think it took us a few like maybe 20 to 30 episodes to really find what we like to do which yeah yeah which you is, know is fine but if we yeah. were to start over let's just start from episode 40 you know mm. <laughs> yeah and like doing what we like is great and we'll, we'll find the people who listen to that and if people want a horror movie podcast that does recap strictly well that's you know the podcast ocean is wide and deep and there is something for everyone and so like as opposed to trying to be something for for people who maybe don't like it it's just like this is what our podcast is if you like it come on and listen down that reminds me of another classic we haven't done we haven't done the abyss yet is it a classic we... i've never heard of it so it must not be a classic it's james it's... cameron it's pretty classic. James Cameron, he did Titanic, right? He did. That's right. Yeah. That and was Terminator a long too. movie. And Aliens. <laughs> well, if it's such a classic, I would have heard of it. Okay. Well, there you go, Luke. So <laughs> standard of classic is, has Alex heard of it? If yes, it's a classic. If not, no. Okay. It belongs in the shitter. So That's Alex, right. I said it. I don't care. Cancel me, Cameron. You, you would you say won't. Rush Hour 2 is a classic. <laughs> Rush Hour 2 is a classic. <laughs> it is a classic. I've never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, well, it's not your standard. Thresh- my threshold, Luke. <laughs> okay, well, let's. Uh, uh, this is this is an anonymous question. Question three. This is going to be a long episode, folks. Has your understanding of the genre, assume the horror genre, changed since starting the pod? And I think absolutely, my understanding of the genre has changed. Like, there is way more nuance in horror movies than I thought. There's a crap ton of movies with no nuance at all don't don't get me wrong but it, it it was a surprise to be like oh they're not all just brainless slasher flicks they are dealing with trauma and there's conversations around loss and family and psychology and i think that there's a million things that can scare people and they make a horror movie about all of them and almost all the horror movies are about something else in addition to like the gore and the jump scares and the the violence right so i think that my understanding is like yeah these these movies there are maybe a few exceptions but these movies by and large have more to say than just what's on the surface and i think that diving below the surface of these movies and discussing 
what lies beneath another movie another movie we should do hmm. is has been really fun and just like been really interesting to sort of puzzle out the why and puzzle out like what is this what is this person saying what is this movie saying about what scares people and what is collectively scaring to the audience is aimed for i think that has been uh, really fascinating but uh, ha- has your understanding of the horror genre changed since we started a little but not much I, I i can still like i think i can confidently say this after watching two years of horror movies that horror is still not my most enjoyed genre and but i do have a newfound appreciation of it that i didn't have before um i think and i think my understanding of of horror now is it's supposed to be a lot more fun than what i thought it was mm. you know you know what i mean mm-hmm. like I think if 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 the filmmakers are having fun and if the if the audience is having fun, even if it's, if it's a terrible movie, then that's kind of the point, right? I think horror, a lot of horror is, is based off of having fun, and I just I didn't really see that before doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think even if it's a terrible movie, if I had fun watching it, I'll I'll enjoy it, which is something that I didn't think I would before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, I still think I don't think too much has changed. I still think it's like it it does what it's supposed to do, and some people love it, and some people like myself still don't think that highly of it. But it it can be fun, and yeah, it can be quite in depth as well. But yeah, mm-hmm. cool. What about you, Luke? You've done a lot of movie podcasts and talked <laughs> a lot of movies the last what four years now. I would say it's less changed than become more revealed through actually watching the movies. If you quizzed me before we did any of this podcast, any of the movies, like what is horror, I wouldn't know as quickly as I do now, but I don't think my predictions would have been as like completely way off from what I think now. Mm. And it's basically like like both of you have referenced a lot of the movies and a lot of the movies we haven't done are pure shit in this genre. But the good ones, like any good art, are reflections of the human condition. And there's a few kind of pretty strong motifs that have come out of horror, which is one of them is the Lovecraftian. I don't know what to think about what I'm seeing or experiencing. And Mm -hmm. I think in that sense, Lovecraft captured a really deep psychological frailty that people have with his stories. And then those kind of things trickle down. And then like the trauma you mentioned, I mean, a lot of these kind of supernatural creatures were invented or made a convention in a culture, let's say, through weird things that people did, mental mm-hmm. illness mm-hmm. or unexplainable things because the science wasn't there yet. So you, they like you personify the trees or the river, right? Like because you don't know what else to do. We we are mm-hmm. kind of wired that way. So I really like movies and horror that show essentially like the frailty of our minds (laughs) that's kind of what i would say has been revealed more than changed my thoughts of horror but it's like Mm -hmm. to me the best horror are ones that very with tension and manipulation of of our feelings show a a mental vulnerability that we have somewhere Mm -hmm. so i would say that's been kind of my biggest revelation about the genre Mm -hmm. awesome Thanks. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, so speaking of, of genre, then this question, uh, also from Amy's, which is, this is maybe a tough one because it's a, <laughs> a like a ranking of movies. But the question is, what are each of your top three movies from any genre? So there's a lot of ways to interpret this question. Uh, top three know, movies of just, all time? <laughs> maybe of all time yeah. or of like, just like maybe of a comedy genre or action adventure or something. And uh. I, because I had this, you know, I had these questions as they're coming in, I was able to see them a bit more. This is a really hard question for me to answer because it's hard to have a, a, a top three of anything. I think like having favorites is something that's always been hard for me to quantify because it's like, well, I like it this day, but maybe if you ask me tomorrow, it'll be a different order or these will switch around or like I'll be in a different mood. And so I don't really know how to answer this question. (laughs) I was just trying to think of like what, what, what three movies have like surprised me in the past few years that I really enjoyed and didn't think I would. And because that's the question I thought about, that's what I'm going to answer. And so it's it's harder. I find it's harder and harder to find unique story, well-told story movies because there is so much that's like, you know, usually if I'm going out to the theater, I am going to go see the latest Marvel movie or there's a Star Wars series or something or there's a movie that I want to watch or I'm going to watch something I watched a million times as a kid and I still love it because it's nostalgic. But like movies that like actually surprise me that aren't something that I've seen a million times before. The big one for me is Knives Out, which was from a few years ago, which was just I had I hadn't I didn't really know anything about it. I knew that Daniel Craig was in it, but he wasn't doing James Bond stuff, which is what I expected. And just like that movie was really surprising. There's been a, an animated movie in the past few years, The Mitchells versus the Machines, which was charming as hell and totally out of left field. And I didn't expect anything of it and that's been that was really really fun and and heartwarming and nice and then there was what was the uh, the hmm? i don't i don't know i guess the other surprise was nope when i saw that and most recently which was uh, i don't know if either of you have seen it yet or nope. you have luke has alex yeah. you haven't but that movie was enjoyable and I'd like to see it again so I can think about more of the plot of it, but I think it's going to go up there and, and and exist amongst movies like Jaws and like the first Jurassic Park and just kind of exist on, on its own as its its own movie. So there's a lot of movies that I would put in a top three, and I think like it's, it's really tough to, to answer that. So mm. good stumping question amy but alex what about you have you got like a top three yeah easy not hard at all number one <laughs> super bad number two finding nemo number three garden state done oh there we go <laughs> all right I don't well it's so hard billy <laughs> this would be a hard question if it's like top 10 but top three i think it's not so i'll just it's just star wars memento and the big lebowski okay so maybe it's just my problem then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you had access to all the questions beforehand, right? If I yeah. if I had to think about like uh, more, that'd be tough. Yeah, but those three there's a lot of good movies out there. Those course. three so, like, are if, if three. Those recurrent. are the three that you think of instantly, right? Hmm. Or at least for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, Big Lebowski tickles the comic bone. 
Memento mm-hmm. tickles the intellectual drama bone and right. Star Wars tickles the adventure bone, you know, so. I like all three of the movies I listed at bone. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, you you know, you said The Big Lebowski, that movie is a hilarious comedy. I love it. But, you know, like, would I put that in a comedy top five? Maybe, but like, would it, you know, maybe I'm, over, I'm definitely overthinking it <laughs> uh, since both of you just I, shot from I, I think I also like to maintain... <laughs> the stance that favorite lists can be fluid and changeable at mm-hmm. all times, right? right? What I'm feeling one day is completely different than how I feel at the end of the next. And mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. time that you ask me, the mood I'm in when you're asking me, the time in my life that you're asking me, right. those are all different, but all those opinions are completely valid on their own. So, yeah. So, hey, wait, I have a question again. If you made a, like a unique version of a list, but you were allowed to change it, is that a fungible, non-fungible token? <laughs> can I sell it? Uh, or can I, quote unquote, scam it for many dollars? It'd yes. be a, an NTF NFT. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Which, so by funny. the way, Crypto Bros, stop messaging the uh, Nothing to Fear account. I don't know anything about NFTs. You're spelling the acronym wrong when you talk to me about it. That's funny. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Bunch of dumbasses. I wonder. I hope. I hope we got some crypto bro listeners from that mistake. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> They're like, "When can I? How much Ethereum can I spend on this podcast? I don't know. All of it. Give it to me. I'll, I'll figure it out." Ah, uh, all right, all right. This is a question for Alex. Mm. Only for me. Well, yeah. It's it calls you out by name. Whoa. Oh. It's from from James. Okay. Uh, here we go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think try to say this in the tone that I'm uh, assuming he wrote this with. So James, if if I'm getting the tone wrong, please uh, please feel free to correct us. But here we go. So Alex, how do you sleep at night for not following through on picking 1959's The Blob as your space horror pick? <laughs> I mean, if I, we're answering honestly, I sleep just fine. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Nothing has changed in in how I sleep. Did he try to but, make you pick the blob? Well, yes, yeah. It was a uh, very heavily suggested, and yeah, but I mean, <laughs> James, I'll be honest. I don't really want to watch the blob. <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess if we I do guess, it on the podcast one day, then we'll do it on the podcast. One I day, guess Billy or I have to pick it now. Hey? It yeah, will not so, yeah. be because I chose it. <laughs> Don't worry, James. There's two. Uh, there's two other people yeah. who get to pick movies on this podcast. <laughs> oh, that's actually something I would have just to jump back to what would I do if I started the podcast uh, all over again? I'd pick the Blob earlier. No, mm. <laughs> I would. I would have opened it to alternating who picks the movies sooner, mm. because uh, like originally my in, like my idea was just like watch one series. Like all the entries in one series, oh and then move God. on, which would have I'm not. So you know, glad you didn't make us terrible. Do that. Ter- we would have spent terrible. like eight months on Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, right? it would have been it would have been bad. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I didn't do that, but like I just sort of you know, it's been so fun to have you you each have a hand in picking a movie. So I would have done that a lot earlier. Anyway, Alex sleeps fine. So yeah, sorry, James. Die mad, James. Uh, <laughs> okay, here's a silly one. Uh, this is a, a classic 
office icebreaker. Uh, if who would you rather? What what would you rather fight? A hundred duck sized horses or one horse sized duck? I would absolutely fight a hundred duck sized horses. Yeah, hundred duck sized horses. Ducks are no sc- questions scary asked. as shit. <laughs> They're so scary. Do we I get mean, a, like, a weapon? I can kick probably like eight ducks at once. With like one swift motion. So I'm sure I could take on the hundred horse or duck sized horses. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't get weapons. Just your just your wits it, and your yeah, my this, feet, right? How yeah. is this question any different than ask, asking would you rather fight a horse or a hundred ducks? <laughs> well, because horses could be different than ducks. Because the Ima- imagine a horse that could fly. That's what you're fighting, yeah. Luke. That's a Pegasus. So it could fly and swim. So wait, is it the duck horse that can fly, or the horse ducks that can fly? No, the uh, the 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 horses are all duck sized, but oh, there's a yeah. hundred of them. Or there's one animal that is a duck that is the size of a horse. So it's like imagine just scaling up one duck. So it's like a big ass bird. They got to fight. I mean, I think it would depend on how angry the horses were. Mm-hmm. If they were docile, okay. it'd be pretty easy. But like, if <laughs> then were... you're just picking a fight with quiet horses, you <laughs> jerk. <laughs> if they're angry, like, I think you're underestimating how many a hundred is of something. <laughs> like, yeah, the one big duck is imposing, but it's only one of it. You're like at least always knowing where your foe is. There's not like 17 of them sneaking up behind you. Okay. Okay. So you take on the the one duck the size of a horse. If you think of the biomass of a hundred ducks, it's or a hundred duck sized horses, it's way more than one duck sized horse. You think so? How I much does so. a duck weigh? Like what? Three pounds? You know what? We're gonna look this up right now. Weight of an <laughs> average duck and weight of an average horse. Are you typing all of that into Ask Jeeves? But we're not uh, saying we're not translate. We're t- we're talking about like ratios, right? So. A horse-sized duck is going to be just a scaled-up version. It's not going to weigh as much as a horse. Oh, you right? don't think so? You don't Why think so? It? Why would it? It would. It, that wouldn't. Like... I guess they got hollow bones. Yeah. Okay. Well, I <laughs> math thirty did not prepare me for this, so I closed those tabs. <laughs> I just think duck-sized horses are going to be a lot more dense. Okay, that's your opinion, man. You know. All right. All right. All right. All right okay. <laughs> I think that, I think it'll be harder to kick around than you think. Hmm. I still think I could take the ducks. I could take. I could take. I take the horses. The horses. I mean, yeah, the I'll horses. Take on the horses. Well, I just because I know that ducks are scary at like duck size, and so having a duck be as big as a horse because they're like mean and aggressive and territorial and like I don't know. I guess I've also interacted more with ducks than I have with horses in my life, but I mean, yeah, it's hard to know for sure. <laughs> it is hard to know. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Asked and answered. Uh, okay, this has, this question is from Sophia, and she says, will there be an episode or minisode of just cuts of Luke making terrible puns? And by terrible, I mean hilarious. Uh, absolute value of humor. Uh, I feel like that's this a, is a question a for question. me. Yeah. Do you, do you have the patience and time to go through episodes and edit that out? No. No. no okay. No. Sorry, Sophia. The answer is no. <laughs> just the amount of time it would take to, like, have a file... Just with Luke puns that I would, cut, unless you started it now, it. yeah, right. If you started it now and then like when you're editing it, you just copy it, open a new thing, save it, and then wait until you have like 
30 minutes worth of material. <laughs> just Luke. Yeah, just that, no that's... no context Luke puns. <laughs> that's just a you question though, Billy. Like, do you have the time and effort to do that? Mm. I don't know. I mean, that's been hard. I haven't even like really been keeping up with the bloopers at the end of the episode because I just like... Because we're funny all the time, right? Because we're funny all the time. <laughs> and also, I'm just like, I'll leave the, the errors in. I'll say this about it, Sophia. Go ahead. If you put enough pressure on the management here at Nothing to Fear, I think you can probably <laughs> push them into it. So if you get some friends, if you get some patrons that say, we will be your patrons, but only if, we'll yeah. see. I think it could happen. You know what? How's that? If we get 20 patrons, I'll do a Luke bonus episode. So there you go. We got <laughs> wow. nine. We got nine. We need 11 more. No, so okay. Over just... 100%. <laughs> Does this question count as a fan? I feel like it's like so borderline. (laughs) Thank you, Sophia. Uh, That's a kindness. Yeah, Yeah, you you got some good puns. And as we've discussed, uh, puns are absolute value. Whatever reaction is net positive. So, (laughs) yeah. Okay, here's one that's more about horror. This is from Danae. You've heard of them. If you had to live in one of the horror movies that you've watched, which one would it be and why? It follows. Yeah, I get to, I, means I get to have sex, right? <laughs> no, you could be one of the other people in the movie who didn't have sex. Oh, then yeah. nothing will kill me. Easy. All right, because there's no other death in that. Win, <laughs> win. What did her dad die of? Never mind. <laughs> uh, okay, so Alex is picking It Follows. You love a weird, timeless Detroit, maybe apocalypse vibe. Okay, that stacks up. Luke, what would you live Well, I would certainly not choose any of the movies where there is, in fact, a supernatural entity, because I would just feel the unfairness and the injustice of living in a world that doesn't have any evidence for these things. And yet, boom, here they are to kill me. That's just not fair. So I would definitely not choose any of those. So I guess probably like a movie where it's a human antagonist and it's a fight for life. I think that Mm -hmm. would be almost by default what I would choose. So a movie like You're Next or hush or something like that or the turkey basting sperm injector well yeah i mean again that's a the reason i liked hush and your next more than that movie is that that's such a heightened and dramatized version of a human violent interaction where i felt your next and hush and a few others probably were quite raw and a little bit sloppy even at times which is probably more realistic of what like a fight to the death would be like Mm. So, um, yeah, those kind of worlds. So this world. <laughs> this world. Wait a wait a cop out. Like where you have to did fight it. Did you say disc world? Where you have no, where you have to fight a person or an animal to stay alive. Mm. I think I think so I would know what to do instinctually in that in a way that I wouldn't know how to deal with a demon or something, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, the question was Luke pick one. Well, he's picking one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick I'll pick your next because I found Aaron to be quite attractive and maybe if I could survive with her she'd ask me on a date. Okay. Ah, <laughs> nice. very nice. Yeah, that, that, I was thinking I'd pick Jaws because you know that your uh, your big water. bad is a shark and it's uh, pretty easy to not be in the ocean if you if I found myself on the orca I'd be like oh dear I've I've gravely made an error in my day but. Uh, I think like if I'm just like an extra, then uh, yeah, I feel like it's it's okay. Uh, I think the odds are in my favor on that one. Sorry to the little little kid who got got bit, got ate. But uh, was the doc? Well, did the doc break in that movie? There's one scene where the doc. There's there's two guys are fishing on. Uh, they they put the roast on a hook and then 
the shark grabs it and mm. pulls the dock out, and then he has to it like ah, turns around. so so we have to say at this point, there's nothing to peer. There it is. All right, so add that. Okay, Billy. Yeah. Note to Cut. self: Cut this one. Add it to the yeah. Twenty twenty patrons. Twenty patrons. Yeah, but you might as well get started now, so you're prepared. You know what it's you call two docks? Two docks that are like running into each other. Peer Rocking? pressure. Peer oh. pressure. <laughs> Dude, okay, docking. Okay. That's good too. <laughs> yeah, I'd live in Jaws. Uh, but if one is more like a straight up horror movie, uh, probably the Scream universe because I was never like friends with popular kids so i probably wouldn't be at any of the house parties mm-hmm. that ghostface was haunting i'd just be like what happened man that sydney girl's real sad <laughs> you'd be the, okay you'd be the kid in the hallway you'd be the kid in the hallway yeah. listening to the your classmates died today <laughs> yeah yeah okay this is another one uh from actually we got two in a row from Janae. so this one what advice would you give to somebody wanting to start a, their own podcast just do think- it yeah, just do it. If you have an idea that you think is going to be fun and you have a, you like it, then do it. And also don't worry about the little things. Edit as good as you can. You will get better. Yeah, just do it. If if this is any truth to the uh, the the adage of bigger dummies than you have done it, like we started a podcast, so almost certainly you can start a podcast too. Any idiot with a phone can do a podcast. Yeah. And and there's easy tools on Anchor. You are not an idiot with a phone. You are a not an idiot with a phone. So you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. I'd say, yeah, I'd say fine. Like, whatever your topic is, like, make it be something you care about. Or at least... I don't care like, about horror movies. <laughs> I know, but at, at, you also... <laughs> spend the last least amount of effort <laughs> on, on this show that's true and i don't care who knows <laughs> what about you luke you're the you're the kind of pod king around here you have the most podcasts yeah i guess i i don't think about this so much about nothing to fear because like we've made clear billy does all the work here but on the other <laughs> two that i do i mean it really de- i i also think it kind of depends on what kind of podcast you want to have like if it's a conversation or an interview podcast that's one thing if it's like a subject matter podcast i would have different approaches so if you're going to talk about like books or movies i would recommend actually for every episode having maybe not like an in-depth plan but at least a little bit of an outline of things you want to talk about which probably just could be as easy as taking notes on any book or movie you read i would really yeah, I mean, it seems daunting. The overhead is seems like a lot. It's a lot less than it is. There's some technical mm-hmm. stuff, but it's not it's not a huge overhead to get started and get your um, stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. But for actual content and episodes themselves, I would say have at least a little bit of a plan of what you want to do in each episode, uh, which again can be as simple as just notes that remind you of things you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And also, like, don't limit yourself on what you think is the right length of episode. I've done episodes of Really True Fiction that are an hour and 10 minutes, and I'm really proud of and think we're right. And I've done episodes that are almost three hours and I think are exactly mm-hmm. what it should have been. So talk about something until you think that it's exhausted, but like, don't really go past it if you think it's exhausted either. So. Mm. <laughs> And yeah, you can always like, you can always take stuff out. If you think you've talked too much, you can take stuff out. Yeah. There's always like ways to edit things down and I would also say when you start editing, it takes way longer than you think. 
is going to take <laughs> yeah. and editing things down. But you will get a lot faster and better. Yeah. But my like my best speed and when I'm really chugging along and I can't maintain it for very long, but it's like for every recorded minute, it takes me between three and four minutes to edit that. Like mm-hmm. it just like because you're, you're stopping and you're backing up and cutting things out and, and making sure things line up and it gets longer with more voices. If it's you by yourself and you're just doing a scripted narrative podcast. That takes time, but if you have two voices and three voices, the more voices you add, the more layers it takes to edit, and just know that if you're the one editing it, oh boy, Mm -hmm. you better set aside a lot of time, because it does take a while. It takes a long time, but it is very fun to edit. Got any advice? Pearls of Wisdom, Alex? No, I said all that I wanted to say. (laughs) Yeah, I think you just go for it. Right, like find um, some sucker to edit for you. <laughs> That's Alex's plan. Yeah. If, if you if you are thinking about doing a podcast because you have something that you want to talk about, like the reality is, mo- there's going to be at least one other person out there in the world that wants to listen to the, what you have to say. And hmm. for me, just knowing that, like I know we have more than one listener, which I'm very grateful and appreciative of. But we if do. there was at least one person out there that was listening to this and they enjoyed it and they listened tuned in every week. I think that's enough motivation for me to keep wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's just fun. Yeah, have fun with it. And it kind of is like free therapy. Well, not free because you got to pay for like audio hosting and stuff like that. But it is quite therapeutic. So it could save sure you is. some, could save people money <laughs> to that place. In that it way is too. fun. Yeah. And like seek out other people who are doing podcasts that are similar to you. Like I found people through the horror like horror podcast community i've i've cultivated some relationships through there and it's it's very fun to talk shop with with people and so yeah podcasting is great it's you know i'm sure the bubble will burst one day but till then every monday (laughs) here we go here we go and then uh on the topic of uh, cutting things down this is another one from today uh, has there ever been an Alex rant so scathing that you had to cut it? So, Alex, you've got a bit of a reputation as the uh, the ranter oh, of the of pod. <laughs> has there been a, a rant so scathing you had to cut it? I think the only one that I've, like, cut, like, a bunch of. I never cut anything, like, totally. <laughs> but uh, Friday the 13th Part 3, there was, a, there was a bunch that I was like, okay, this is this is getting not fun <laughs> anymore like yeah it's right. just like oh this is like yucky feeling and it's like you want to you don't, i don't want to like you know be like feeling cringy when you're listening to it so there's been some times when i was like all right you already said that i'll cut that <laughs> <laughs> all right you, we get it we get it you're mad you know what if i listen back to it 100 percent, i don't remember what i said yeah <laughs> but i do have the original raw audio on my end so it's true. if i you was like oh, i think billy cut something out i'm gonna listen to it <laughs> hashtag release the alex cut yeah at the end of the day i don't care because i put in none of the work <laughs> so there you go yeah i try not to cut too much it's when we like restack things so if we are hitting the same point over and over again it's like oh we already mentioned this it's hard to do it like it's hard to self-edit like in conversation and so there's just your mind wanders and you come back to a point that your brain forgot about but when you're listening back to it it's like oh i said that 10 minutes ago i don't need to say it again here Mm. cut it so i try to keep it as fun as possible 
but yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. That's uh, <laughs> that's been that's 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 had some uh, Voorhees level slashing, <laughs> <laughs> which nice. is appropriate. Nice. <laughs> All right, this question comes from Kelly. Um, says if happiness was a currency, what would make you rich? Which is a nice little question. Oh, so, like you could. Oh, okay. So yeah, what makes us yeah. happy? <laughs> what makes you happy? If you could, like, yeah, be rich on like getting happy. What would that be? songs that are nostalgic for me plus like most rock songs so yeah rock and roll and um you should check out one song a day (laughs) it's got great songs stories and talking about them one of the reasons i like this podcast so movies and books and you know just kind of meditating on what they reflect about people because Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I'm, like I said before, speaking of repeating yourself, uh, great art. Great <laughs> art does it. that. Great art is a mirror, right? Great art is just right. a mirror into different elements of our brains and our feelings. So, yeah, music, literature, movies, stories, and just to kind of, there's this great line from Emerson who he writes, a true friend is the one who knows how to keep the conversation going. So I'm happiest around people who understand that my non-tangential inane references are done for their own sake and can have their own little garden paths. And uh, Who's Emerson? The two two of you do good at that. (laughs) Ralph Waldo. (laughs) Mm. Don't know that. So it's not a classic. I'm happiest around people who know how to keep the conversation going. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of one of the the best compliments you ever gave me, Luke, I think, <laughs> has been when you complimented my sense of humor to your jokes mm. because you know, you talked about how some people will laugh at a joke and that's nice. Like there's people who don't get jokes and that's like kind of annoying because you're like trying and they're just like what? And then there's people who like laugh at a joke but don't like return it and then like the people that I, I, you, you mentioned this talking about yourself like the, th- the the thing you like the most is when somebody can like return a serve unexpectedly mm-hmm. and like vol you know volley a joke back and improve it or, or put a little twist on because, it you said because that about me and i was like ah oh. <laughs> you you only can do that if you know why a person is telling a joke not what the joke mm-hmm. is but why they're telling it right and <laughs> yeah 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 i think for me what makes me happy is like just like cooking good food is one big thing like i really love to cook i really like i love having the time to 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 cook as a as a joy it's really fun i I, i'm sad that my my instagram show i had to put that on hold for uh for school but like when i did quarantine kitchen like just getting to cook with people uh, virtually and talk about food that really made me happy cooking for other people always makes me really really feel fulfilled because it's it is a kind of magic i find that like you're taking all this stuff and combining it into something you can share and talk about and nourish people with and i think that really does fill my bucket up and if that was a currency oh boy would i be rich but also like spending time in nature appreciating how different the world is even though it looks the same day to day you know i go i try to go for walks you know go for my stupid little walks for my stupid mental health but like just like if you it sounds kind of like stonerish to talk about but like if you walk past the same tree every day, it's always different. You know, whether you're walking by in spring and the leaves are starting to come out or when they're like they're reaching their full 
full of chlorophyll in the summer and as they start to change their leaves like it's it is wonderful to notice that sort of stuff and i i tried to cultivate that when i was working at our old job and i did a lot of like spending time on transit and then walking like when i got transferred to the the last club i worked at my commute was on foot on foot it was like 40 minutes but i'd walk the same path every day and just kind of noticing that that path is different like whether it's like a flower is blooming or the trees are a different color or there's like a different dog on the path at a different time of day like this like the world around you is not as static as it looks from outside a window i think that's really enjoyable what about you alex what would make you happy good food good drink good friends good conversation love it pretty simple love it not a very uh materialistic person so. but if i'm gonna spend money on something it's gonna be food mm-hmm Okay, this one is from Jen. Is there a film series that hasn't gone on for too long? So I think we talk. I don't know mm. if this is specifically horror movie related. Good question. I think we can expand Good it question. to anything. Because, you know, we've watched a lot of movies and there's there's always a couple harsh notes, I think, in every series. So has there been one that, and I think it has to have at least two entries. Like you can't just be like, ah, the super bad universe. <laughs> No, no bad entries in that. <laughs> like one is and it, done. Oh, That's what oh, I always say. <laughs> I thought this was specifically about horror. It's about anything. It could be horror. Oh, okay. I think it. I, I think it might be is about horror, but like I think we can extend it. Well, if to... it's horror, no. Yeah, I think no. Right, like, like you think what? every franchise so far is at its end? No, no. I think it's like I think the I think the spirit of the question is: Is there like a movie that or a movie franchise that? Hasn't like overstayed its welcome. Whereas oh, like, yeah. you know, yeah. Scream 1 we really liked. And then Scream 2 and 3 was like, Meow. and then like, or like Halloween, you know, there's a million Halloween movies that's arguably gone on too long. Like, so it can be horror. I think we can expand it out because like Star Wars, I think like that series has, you know, you can pick stuff that you like, but oh boy, there's a lot of Star Wars out there now. And it's arguably gone on too long. Marvel. So much stuff, yeah, yeah. My my answer's my answer's simple. Horror, no. There's not a series no. that has not overstayed its welcome. Ever, anything else, also no. I think um, I can't think of anything that is still going on that I'm like I really like every single one of these, and I wish they would keep making them. No, mm-hmm. I can't think of anything like that. But I'm also just a grouchy person who's heavily opinionated, so maybe I have been yet to be proven wrong. I got the answer though. It's uh, Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Nights. <laughs> um, <laughs> most franchises obviously have some clunkers in them. The one horror one that comes to mind that I don't think has a, in my opinion, a, a below average entry is Insidious. I think all four mm. movies in that are pretty good, and they're making a fifth one okay. with with the cast from the first two. So I'll throw that one out there as one, and then. I don't know if this would count exactly as a movie series, but they do it a little bit different in Britain. And so they're like as long as movies, even though it's built as a TV show. But that Sherlock franchise was pretty fucking good. And I liked mm. all of it. So I could use more of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a sticky one because it's like, it's a TV show, but, but it's they're also an hour and a half long. episode is 90 <laughs> minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. I was just thinking about Insidious too, um, or not too, but as well. Because there are two entries in it that we haven't done yet that yes. be interesting to see 
Yeah, because I was like, well, yeah. is... that's that just immediately came to mind. It's like I've seen all four, and the fourth one isn't as good as like the first one, but it's not a bad movie mm-hmm. either, you know. So right. I'd say that. Okay, there's. I think there's a question later on that's like I thought we had one that was like, which would you go back to? Mm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, my watch just told me it's my bedtime, but that's okay. <laughs> We're staying up late. I had a I had a Red Bull, uh, not sponsored. Okay, uh, I have a next beer question. Bowl. You got a beer bowl. Uh, okay, next question here. Uh, which cat is more annoying during recording, Wesley or Maroki? <laughs> uh, Wesley. I would say Wesley. Yeah. Wesley. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Maroki doesn't really do much, actually. Right? Maroki. Maroki he, like, some... occasionally paws on the door, but I tell him to some... fuck off, and he fucks off. Sometimes he yells. Sometimes I hear a little Maroki in the background, which has been... It's been good. Uh, Wesley, Wesley got to be the most annoying one because not only does sometimes he go like into crazy zoomies while I'm recording, but then also while I'm editing, he is someone who like truly has no fucks to give about what is human food and what is cat food. And so if anything is on the counter at all, he's like, this is for me. Clearly, clearly I can have some of this. And so if I'm editing and he's in the kitchen then I have to stop and like shoo him out and spraying with the bottle and stuff and so definitely wesley he's not out here right now <laughs> he's actually being good for once okay um uh, oh this is another one about podcasting in general so luke you already have all the podcasts so i think you're not huh. allowed to answer this one so sh- shut up uh okay. but if if <laughs> no no you can answer too <laughs> if billy or alex had a different podcast what would you want to do a pod about and this is it also has is you're included in this so <laughs> If you had, I'll go last. Podcast. I'll go last. Okay, okay, <laughs> Alex. If you had another podcast, what would you? What would it be about? Well, I don't know. Like, there's times where I think this is a legitimate idea, and I really want to do it. And then there's other times where I'm like, I don't care enough to, and that sounds like a lot of work, and I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But okay. if I'm answering this question seriously, if I was to do a podcast, one thing that's always kind of fascinated me is like, without sounding full of myself, is myself, and that's to say, like. I feel like I'm in a a unique situation that isn't that is very common mm, okay. where I find that I'm kind of at a crossroads of culture if I were to say and growing up in an immigrant family and living in, you know, some place that wasn't my home originally and like it's a clash of culture my entire life and the the older I've gotten the more time I've had to reflect on it and one question that I've always felt that is unanswered for me is who am I really right so my idea if I were ever to do a podcast like this is to answer the question who am I and have interviews with people in my life you know my mom relatives people that I've grown up with teachers that I've had talking to them about my experience growing up and how I became who I am and trying to find who I am in this current time in my life based off of my unique but not uncommon experience of growing up mm. the way I did. Oh, that's um, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like there's like I'm always itching like it's like it's something like if I had so much time if I was a little bit more passionate, a little bit less lazy, I'd love to do this. And then there's a as soon as I think, "Oh, I'm ready to do this." I'm like, "I don't care." <laughs> but that's something <laughs> that I would like to maybe indulge in one day. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the idea. Just That's kind of like a little roving interview type yeah, show. Yeah, it's like an introspective look at myself based off of 
talking to people that have played an important life part of shaping my life. Hmm. It's a good answer. Yeah. Mine are not at all mm-hmm. that deep. <laughs> I think if if I were to do another podcast, I like the idea of having something to talk about each episode. So like a movie or a movie podcast or TV show or something. I I enjoy doing that. I enjoy talking about like other content, which is, you know, it's it's a little bit frivolous, but it is fun. And so I think if I did another one, I would like to do a TV show that has already completed. And so it has a number of episodes that I know it will be like, you know, kind of just like it's a limited series. I know that it's like if this TV show had 100 episodes, then that's 100 episodes of a podcast, maybe a couple of bonuses here or there. But it's just like something with like a, an end goal as like a limited series, I think would be something if I ever did another one, I'd want to do like that. I guess there is a figurative or a theoretical every horror movie has been watched for this podcast number that we could reach but you know mm. it's very undefined and like what's a horror movie what's not a horror movie <laughs> how deep how deep does this rabbit hole go so it's I, I on the one hand i really like doing this one because it's like yeah there's going to be stuff for as long as we want to do the podcast there's going to be episodes but the idea of having something with like a set number is very appealing to me as well and if if not that uh like you alex sort of podcasts where i i talk to like other people who are transitioning or going through like stuff with their gender and sexuality that stuff's very fascinating but that one i feel like would be really heavy and like i could get into some stuff that is it you know maybe interesting and maybe thoughtful and you know worth talking about but for me i i really just want podcasts to be something that i do for fun and not something that's like Oh, okay. Let's let's talk about some really heavy subjects because listening to podcasts are an escape, and it's like a fun activity to do while I'm doing the dishes. And it's not something where I'm like, I, like, there's been podcasts where I've had to stop because I'm like, oh, this is like too dark. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to listen to this. You know, the story of like a soldier's traumatizing time on a foreign battlefield or something. It's just like, ah, oh, this is this is too much. I want to uh, let me listen to this. These people talk about a video game. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> but yeah, Luke, if you could have another what podcast four or five, <laughs> what would uh, what would you do? Probably a music related one, and I think it would be. I'm always because I'm fascinated by music and culture, so I'm imagining every episode I'd do like a deep dive, maybe with a guest or two, on a band that had been meaningful to me, and had uh, and like what. All of the things about their music and their and their like how they influenced culture and what it was about them that made them be important to culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun because I think a band, a good example for me is of a, a fascinating band to talk about and something like that would be like Pearl Jam, who got famous and mainstream, even though their hits were about like really deep and heavy and kind of ugly things, which hadn't really ever happened before. So I was like, what was it about hmm. the early 90s that made singing about homelessness and abuse mainstream in a way that it wasn't when Bon Jovi was, or, or Guns N' Roses kind of thing. So anyway, hmm. like I think that would be interesting. So I'd probably do that. Hmm. Something music related. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Music and culture and the overlap between them. Ah, so there we go. Coming soon to <laughs> the 
Nothing to fear podcast network. <laughs> you heard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, moving right along. Here's another question from Kelly. What has been your favorite theme month so far? Oh my god, I don't remember. <laughs> I know I don't remember either. Hang on, I can I can pull up the uh, the document. Okay. Hang on, hang on. We'll just uh, we'll just open this. I didn't like Halloween month. You didn't like Halloween, but like the like the Halloween movies or the Halloween but not Halloween month. The Halloween movies month. I didn't like that one. It's hard to remember all of them. I don't enjoy the Friday the Thirteenth theme. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The question uh, is, what's your what's your favorite? So yeah, I know I'm trying to narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, open. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Waiting for the file to open. There we go. Well, October we're starting actually scary movie month. I, I might enjoy that one the most. <laughs> <laughs> so let's but, see. No, Here we go. Carry on, keep going. Yeah. When did we start doing themes? I think it was in. Uh, we did, uh, yeah, in last August actually was when we started doing okay. themes. So we've done sequel month, mm. remake month, Halloween but not Halloween, listener selection, and then in December we did twenty twenty one month. <laughs> okay. Uh, January we did. It's our birthday. We can pot if we want to month, uh, which is just do whatever we want. Presents for our friend month was what we did in February, which is what I called it. <laughs> home sweet home month was March. What's home sweet home? That was like we did oh, Amityville, like house? house on okay. Haunted Hill, The Lodge, mm, Devil okay, Made Me Do not It. not enjoyable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lodge was uh, good. I like Lodge. Lodge was good. In April, the patrons chose... Cosmic Horror Month, and Alex did not choose the blob. Sorry, James. <laughs> then we did Car Slash Road Trip Month, which we, I don't think we liked. Summertime Month was in June. Then we did Canadian Month, and then World Tour Month, and then, yeah. Okay, it, mine so. was probably the birthday month then, because that was the one where we just got to choose whatever we wanted to watch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was probably... What? I think I remember Space Horror being pretty good. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't. So our my favorite theme is the one our patrons chose. <laughs> Sucking <laughs> up in this episode? Maybe. <laughs> I liked Canadian Horror Month. We did we did Cube, The Fly, Ginger Snaps, and Grave Encounters. Uh mm-hmm. and those were those were fun. Cube probably least fun, but mm-hmm. so yeah, I'd say that Canadian Horror Month has been the most fun so far. Uh there's kind of another question from Kelly. That's like, what are your, what are some of your favorites from this year, 2020? It says top five, but we don't have to do top five, but. Uh, 2020. 2022, sorry, 2022. From this, this current year that we did. Um, oh, the catalog. I fucking don't remember this shit. <laughs> Let like, me pull up It's the almost, it's almost September when we're recording this. Like, I don't. I know, favorite. it's so long. We've I liked so Let the Right One In a lot. Yeah, that's most recently. I enjoyed Headcount. Uh, oh, oh right, yeah. That was a month of shit. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just going back. Oh, I like the lodge. You like the lodge? I liked Slither. That was fun. Lights, lights that was out was probably the best one, actually. Yeah, lights out was good. Yeah, lights out was really good. Uh, Saint Maud was fun. I enjoyed Saint Maud. That was a, a weird one. Um. Oh, the endless was cool. That was an interesting one. That was like Patreon, uh, uh Cosmic Horror. Oh, yeah, Cosmic. 
Slither was a lot of fun. I like yeah, Slither. Slither's fun. I really actually enjoyed uh, Summer Camp with the Bunk 237 girls. That mm. was that was just like fun to talk to them. And, well, like, I dare not say this. Stuff. I dare not say this in Alex's presence, but honestly, probably Five Cream was <laughs> 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 the one I enjoyed right up yeah. there. Five <laughs> Cream and um, I liked Color Out of Space. I thought yeah, that was a really interesting cool. movie. I like Jaws just because episode 100. Or no, that wasn't episode 100. What am I doing? Episode 100 was The Shining. Episode 110 was Jaws. I like <laughs> I like Jaws. Yeah, there's been some there's been some good ones. Oh, and most like most recently, or I guess at the time of recording, uh, Troll Hunter. That one was <laughs> that was just fun to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> yeah, just Troll Hunter. That was movie fun. was tonally perfect. Yeah. Okay, so this one is from Anonymous. Why do sex and horror go so well together? Which is, I think, like a uh. deeper sort of question about the horror, <laughs> horror genre. Because that is something that is in quite a lot of it. More so in like those 80 slashers. But why do we think that there's always such a, like there's well, such a vein of sex and horror? That I think sex are... and death are pretty related. Obviously, like, huh? kind of, well, like, one being the creation of life, one being the end of oh. it. They've always been kind of narratively and um, philosophically kind of, and even psychologically. I think Freud, Freud talked a little bit about how Eros and Thanatos are kind of intertwined with each other. So that death extended into horror, fear. I think it's because sex and fear are like two of the most heightened human feelings. Mm. Maybe. There might I can't really think of what else might make a person more like in tune with their most ex- instinctual elements of their past mm-hmm. of their evolution. So I think that would be my kind of evolutionary guess as to why mm, yeah, our brains I, I work think, that way. Yeah, I think because in both of those instances, you are preserving your genetic line either through sex through like procreation and like passing on your genes to the next generation Mm -hmm. that's something that you do to reproduce and to propagate the species which is like the drive of you know since cells started dividing and then like fear and horror and 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 death like you don't want to die because then that means you can't do that thing anymore because you're dead and it even extended a bit further like experientially sex and fear are so you can't really describe being more of a a kind of aware animal than mm-hmm. in those instances or aware and maybe not as much in sex but heightened right like you're clearly tapping into something that we don't usually tap into which is right. kind of day-to-day life so yeah and uh you know they're both something you can only do once <laughs> Well, actually, I mean, I've been scared lots, but I read about sex in People magazine. <laughs> I got it for the articles. What do you think, Alex? You got any hot takes? Well, if I'm if I'm Steam being unserious, takes. it's because boobs and balls sell. And if I'm being serious, <laughs> then you know, I think so, like when you're at your most vulnerable state, hmm. that's when you can't get any more vulnerable. That mm-hmm. vulnerable at that point, which is what makes that scare or that fear even worse right because mm-hmm. there's no way you there's no chance of defending yourself you're already super vulnerable with the person you're with and there's no kind of right it's know, a risk it is a risk yeah right and it's just like 
you should be fully invested in your thing so you're just unaware of your surroundings right mm, right so it's just um it's it's a way to have people put their guards down sure and it adds to tension mm-hmm. yeah i think that like from a sort of horror movie standpoint and like the way a lot of these movies got made is yeah like you said that does sell these are marketed usually to younger people as like most movies are unless they're like oscar bait it's like you're directing your movies at people who have disposable income and not a lot of time commitments and so that is like young adults right and so i think also that horror is always deals with the the act of like transgressing something in a lot of these things like whether or not it's like you transgressed into the spirit realm by playing with a ouija board and now a demon is here to fuck up your shit or like you whatever you you found something you weren't supposed to you went to a place you weren't supposed to a lot of times they show that transgression from like a purity standpoint where it's like oh you know these two people had you know scream right you once you have sex in a horror movie suddenly you're you're on the docket Mm -hmm. right you can be taken out now because you've been soiled or whatever right and so like the whole idea of people who are in these movies that get killed and get mutilated have transgressed in some way because sex is such a taboo subject or at least it was like it's not as much nowadays but like movies from the 70s and and 80s like the amount of times it's like a stone teenager that's had sex is the one that gets killed it's like up oh, see see what happens when you fool around with the devil's lettuce <laughs> then you get Dead. then you get killed and you shouldn't shouldn't be having sex out of marriage because then michael myers will stab you and so like i think and, that and this analogy is the devil's yeah. lettuce weed or is it the devil's dick it's uh dealer's choice uh. <laughs> i think like from a historical standpoint too the reason that there's so much uh, like violence that happens towards like women especially through sexual means as a way to like control people and like to other them it's like oh if you had impure thoughts then that must be the devil that's like reaching out to you because you weren't pious enough or whatever like you know the whole witch scares of like centuries gone past is like oh they're out there having sex with the devil and turning into animals and stuff and you better control like it's it's a a means of controlling things and i think those those just permeate and they they do well in horror movies Mm -hmm. you know i think i think that's why uh okay uh, this question again from Kelly. Kelly asked a lot. Thank you for asking all the questions, Kelly. <laughs> and not just because I was like, "Thanks, Kelly." Ask more questions, please. But what are some podcast guests, dream dream guests on the pod? Would you Would you want anyone to intrude on this sanctum, or you like it just the three of us? I think it'd be fun to have Kevin Williamson. Oh yeah, (laughs) and ask him how he possibly managed to make Scream and I know what you did last summer. Like, how did those movies happen in the same person's brain? Right. Hey, Kevin Williamson, how come all the rest of the Scream movies suck? That's my question to him. Well, Scream Four, Scream Four didn't suck. Scream Four. (laughs) Five Cream didn't suck. Apparently, Six Cream is filming in Montreal right now, and there's like a street in one of the suburbs that's been like made to look like a New York subway because I guess six cream is happening in New York. It doesn't matter in terms of podcast guests. Like I've, yeah, like having the chance to interview the writer of ma was really cool. And I'd love to like 
talk to more people in the horror industry but it's 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 i think i got really lucky with that like first random like i just asked this guy on instagram and he was like yeah i'm up for everything and like i've listened to his podcast a lot and he's like the type of guy who is like i will literally do anything because i'm just like a easygoing guy and like everything sounds like a fun idea so but like i've asked other i've like reached out and not really heard back from other people <laughs> or you know just just goes out into the internet but I'd like to interview creators and people who are working in horror and it was it was really nice talking with like again the the bunk 237 people to like talk about horror with other people. It's I love talking with you guys but also like with other people. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's cool to get different perspectives. And Alex would want to interview Jason Voorhees. Hmm. Pamela Voorhees. <laughs> Do I? Would I? I don't know. What, what what would you would you have any guests on? No. No. You know me, I hate talking to new people, so no. <laughs> like act, like legitimately serious answer, no. Yeah. 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 It was a big ass. It was a very very gracious for you to like come outside of your comfort zone so much to to have other people on the show. Which is cool. But hey, that's what mini mini sods are for. All right, here's a this is a two part question, again from Kelly. Would you do a non horror movie month slash what is a theme month that you would like to do to cover one? Oh, Kelly, we've already done many non-horror themed months. Like, listen to like the last, I don't know, listen to like 20 of the last 50 episodes we've done. <laughs> I think her I think her question is more like, would you do ones that are like explicitly not horror movies, like a comedy movie month or, uh, you know. For this pod, I would probably say no. I think yeah. um, there's like, enough horror movies or yeah. horror adjacent movies that we don't have to dwell out of it and part of the fun of this is just shitting on movies that mm-hmm. are part of the horror genre you know yeah i I personally wouldn't want to do mm-hmm. a non-horror themed month sure because then it feels a lot it feels a lot like oh this just becomes like an, a movie podcast mm-hmm. you know? right yeah, loses that, its yeah, the, niche Right. Yeah, and I mean, it's also kind of unnecessary because if we wanted to do a movie that wasn't horror, we would just do a bonus episode or something like that. Right. Or we'd do it on Really True Fiction. <laughs> yeah, or Liberal yeah. Soul, and then I'll just send you the <laughs> audio file, and you can put it up here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, uh, okay, I'm well, with Alex on this one. Yeah, I think like, yeah, I think we, we there's enough horror movies to last for a million episodes, and so... There's no no reason to like stray, but the the second part of that question: What is there a theme month that you'd like to do? There's I'd like one... to do a, oh go ahead a medieval theme, so something pre electricity. Okay, so like a horror movie set in a time that there's no electricity. Oh, that's cool. Like uh, like more along like uh, the Vivitch type of vibe. The Vivitch, or maybe some like I don't know. Was there electricity in the Jack the Ripper days? Uh, gas lamps. Yeah, that's gas. It's true. But yeah, so like, yeah. Industry, like pre-industrial. Pre-industrial, yeah. at least. Gas ain't electricity, okay. Billy. <laughs> Got me fucking wrecked. Yeah, so something where, like, it's so far removed to what I would know how to survive, because it's like, I can't just turn on the light and the ghost will be gone, you right. know? Yeah, like a lights like out, but with candlelight. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Some, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's a theme I would like to do. I would okay. choose a written and directed by month. 
because I think on balance, the highest quality movies, not just horror movies, but highest quality movies we've done are the ones where the director has creative control because they wrote it and directed it. Okay. So a writ- written and directed month, even though we've done a, a, like maybe the best ones of all those already. I don't know. I still think it would be cool to do that. Find some other kind of maybe lower budget horror movies, but that the person who directed it had a stake in the story itself because they wrote it. Hmm. Okay. One that actually Kelly suggested was we should do a redemption month where it's mm. like we watched a bunch of either a remake or an original where like the opposite exists and we didn't like it and uh, so watch the opposite just to maybe it see up. if it yeah so like funny, the original actually. house on haunted hill well i'll tell you this Amityville there's no horror, fucking like... way it can be worse <laughs> than the remake <laughs> yeah so, so redemption month i would like to i think like do a month where it's like going back to some things that we maybe looked in a little bit but didn't revisit so like like you mentioned earlier, more of the Nightmare on Elm Streets because mm. apparently those do get like off the wall bonkers. Yeah, but or... do they get better or worse? The first one's pretty know. bonkers. It's pretty bonkers, but like you know, we only watched the first one, and there's mm. a bunch, and and like it's just something that I haven't experienced. So like that would be something I'd I want to go back to revisit some of the movies that the franchises that we've like only seen like halfway through, like a Paranormal Activity. Uh, catch up on some of those more of the saw movies uh you know insidious you mentioned earlier like just sort of like rounding up more from the ones that we've like we have loose threads on the numbers month the numbers month yeah Mm. you gotta not even a sequel but just like yeah a numbers month (laughs) so i think that'd be cool all right this one is from tara and it's just for me and it came with an emoji of somebody very angry. So when will Billy watch Annihilation? I don't know, Tara. Yeah, know. holy fuck, <laughs> Tara. I don't get it. It just at this point it's just obtuseness. It has to be. It has it to be. 100%. <laughs> Do you think it would make a good episode for this pod though? No. Or is it is it um, more action? Maybe. It's pretty uh it's it's a little uh Shakespeare no, not Shakespearean. What's the other Lovecraft. one? Lovecraftian. Yeah. That's it. So I it's think I think yes, I can see why Alex might not from it is very similar to color out of space mm. a little bit more tangible and, and, and a little endless, bit you said also like, yeah kind of. the the evil entities are slightly more tangible in annihilation than in mm-hmm. the other ones so <laughs> yeah i mean i actually think that might be the only way we get you to watch it is if <laughs> fucking pick it as for one of my turns or something i think it would like look there are several movies we have done that are less horror movie than Annihilation. So yeah, as far as yeah, our yeah. podcast goes, yes, it counts. Whether or not it's we want to do it, whatever. It's funny that this this movie, like, it's fairly recent. It's got, like, Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac, both of whom I like, and has, like, a Star Wars connection. And it's also one that I've heard come up in other podcasts, just like, you know, somebody will, like, ever since we mentioned it originally, some, like, it's come up a lot more. And I don't know if it's just, like, the, oh, I bought red shoes, so now I notice where red, like, when other people have red shoes things. But it's just, like, I'll be listening, and they'll be like, oh, it's like Annihilation. I'm like, I gotta watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, the, like, I think the the best part about this is it's actually a good movie. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to trick you into watching some piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's actually legitimately a it's, good it's movie. It's weird. Really it's a it. little bit scary. It's... Like kind it's of sci-fi, hard to understand. 
you know, it's stuff that I'm sure you would like. All right, when we get to 15 patrons, then we can mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll watch Annihilation. No. Uh, Luke, you need a refill? What are you yeah, doing? I'm going to grab another beer. I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, me too, actually. You know what? I'm going to go get some more water. All right, everyone, just listen to this dead air that I don't cut out. Alrighty, that seems like a good enough spot to leave it for a week. We have more questions to answer, but this uh, took such a long time. It was such a long recording that I decided to split it into two parts. And you know what? I encourage all of you to go get a drink as well. I Yeah, so thank you for listening to the first half, like more than first half, of our Ask Us Anything. Thank you so much to the Patreons, uh, Patreon supporters who have ask the questions it was so great to get them we could not have done without you so extra special thank you to the patrons i'll just do a little bit of credits here at the end and wesley will chime in from time to time it's it's a tuesday afternoon both my cats are in my grill so i don't know what's happening but what a time to be alive anyway thank you for listening you can catch new episodes every single monday at 5 30 a.m is when they go live on whatever podcast app you choose and if you like the show please like and subscribe and comment let us know what you think about the show rate us five stars on whatever app you've got Uh, it really helps us out a lot it helps us grow helps more people find us the easiest way of course is to just tell other people about it so if you're enjoying the show and you know somebody who also might like the show tell them to listen the easiest way to support us if you would like to support the show financially and get access to fun bonus stuff including this ask ask us anything people could ask us anything if they were patreon supporters so you can do that over at patreon.com slash nothing to fear the joining price is a minimum of one dollar canadian and yeah we'll put up some content on there as well but there's also chances to interact with us this way so we really have we really love that everyone who has given some of their money to us we hope you're getting value for your your money because yeah it just helps us out a lot in the meantime you can also follow us on social media uh, we are nothing to fear podcast on instagram i am design billy on instagram and twitter luke has other podcasts really true fiction and the liberal soul as well as his kootenai co-op radio show full spectrum cinema that he hosts with other alex check out the show notes for all of that information where are you going, bud? You going up? No, no, I'll wait. Say hello, Cat John Snow. Okay, what is he doing? He's walking around. Bye. Okay. Uh, you can also listen to Alex's musical curation over at One Song a Day on Instagram. Every single day, a new song that he likes that will go up, and there's a Spotify playlist link in the bio that you can go and listen it's got a a good collection of songs but anyway we will be back next week for the rest of the questions and then starting in october we're going to be doing a return to horror movies (laughs) i know shocking but we're kicking off october with actually scary movie month and so we're trying to find ones that 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 will scare us Uh, so prove that we're not quite so fearless after all Anyway, thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. Remember, folks, they're just movies. There's nothing to fear.